Okay, so uh, this is the, um, I guess, the first episode, the inaugural episode of the One Yard Short Podcast. Uh, we'll do our, I guess we'll do introductions, like favorite teams, and we'll go with the playoff predictions, awards, and then like, I guess, some hot takes for the, for the playoffs and stuff. So uh, why don't you go first with your favorite teams and stuff? Thank you, Ben. Right, so, um, I'm Eric. So we'll start off with the NFL. It's a weird one, too. Many. I'm a Carolina Panther fan. Keep pounding. We'll go on to baseball. Um, baseball, you know, Los Angeles Dodgers. Eddie, if you're hearing this, go Dodgers. Yeah, we'll take you to go NBA. I'm a Charlotte Hornets fan. You know, the metal ball's going to ball out this year. And if any hockey fans out there, we'll say the Carolina Hurricanes. No uh, specific college teams you're going to mention? My bad. All right. Um, two college teams. We got the UCLA Bruins and then the Coastal Carolina Chanteliers. And that's it. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I'm Ben. Uh, for my favorite NFL team, that'd have to be the Seahawks. Go Hawks. Uh, MLB, that would have to be the uh, Washington Nationals. Um very sad year for us, but Juan Soto for MVP. Well, that we'll get to that later. Uh, what else? NBA, uh, Portland Trailblazers, Dame for MVP next year. Uh, and then I'm not really an NHL fan. Uh, college, uh, I got two. Uh, one, I'm an Oregon Ducks fan. Uh, we kind of just lost to Stanford, so I'm not going to talk about that. But same, uh, same. I can you on that. We got we got a um, we lost to the refs on that one, and um, and I also also the Florida Gators go Gators because I used to live there. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Not really a hockey fan, and yeah, that's it for uh, that part. So uh, why don't we go into playoff predictions? Uh, do you have yours ready, or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first on this. So, uh, I'm going to start off with the two wild card games, you know. Got to keep that first. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow we got the Boston Red Sox Yankees. See, that's a, the mm-hmm. rival right there. But, see, who do I have? See, I think I'm going to take the Boston Red Sox on top. You know, I love mm-hmm. Doogie. Alex Doogie, that's my dog right there. Kiki, um, I miss that guy on the Dodgers. You know, so I have, the, I have the Red Sox on that. And then for the other side, Wednesday night, Dodgers fan, you know, it's going to be a tough one. Cardinals are a very hot team. Usually even the hot team is uh, when I make the World Series. But uh, we got Max Scherzer on the mound. Thank you for your Nationals trading him. And yeah, I see Dodgers taking him out on top. Yeah, that'll, be probably, that'll probably be a good game, especially since the, the Cardinals have won so many just in a row and, like, over the last, like, what, like three weeks? Yeah, I snapped that. What, 17? Yeah, it was like seventeen or eighteen. That was that was a crazy stretch. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Not even Cardinals fans. Really broke a San Diego Padres fans. <laughs> yeah, Padres are gonna gonna have to do some uh, rethinking, retooling in the off season. Definitely getting their manager fired for sure. Oh wow, the bull take already, huh? Yeah, no, that's they're definitely getting their manager fired. I think that's like a that's like a done deal. Uh, I guess I'll just do my wild card. 
for now. Um, I actually um, I have the Yankees taking taking the win. Uh, Garrett Cole's been iffy in his last couple starts, but I think uh, they take the they take the win. I think Garrett Cole throws a a solid six innings. Judge hits a bomb, and uh, they get Gallo a, a playoff win in his first career playoff appearance. And on the other side, um, I actually think it's going to be a really close game because uh, I think Adam Wainwright's going to pitch like it's like 2015 or not 2015, like 2005. And uh, But I think the Dodgers, they're just too good to lose in the wild card game. I got Dodgers probably like like 7-5. to five. Dang, you're giving a score on that one, huh? Yeah, well, on that one, on that specific one, I'll give the score. Uh, how about ALDS and LDS for you? See, um, all right, so coming out of the, the division series, I'll have, I'll have, I'll take the Rays for sure on their, uh, no matter who they play, the rest actually in keys. Um, that side, oof, that side's pretty hard. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of arms on the, on the White Sox side. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the pen. Yes, especially and if Craig Kimball decides to actually do something good now. It'll be one yeah. team to, to stop, especially with Swagman, Tim Anderson at short. You know, as Monty yeah. Grandal decides to actually hit the ball. Well, he gets on base at least. Then with his one speed and then will be the show. <laughs> yeah. The White Sox winning that one too. And then on the other side... The Dodgers Giants won at the rival game right there. I say that goes probably game seven, game six. With the Dodgers coming out on top. We just got too many pieces. But don't the Giants are just one special team this year. And then and on the other side, whew, other side. Braves Brewers. That's a that's a weird that's series. A, the Braves were hot at one point. But I think the Brewers man, this one's hard. Hmm. I think the Brewers take it out, especially with Corbin Burns, second on my NL Cy Young list, and Brandon oh. Woodworth. It's going to be gonna be hard losing Demi Williams. Yeah, decided to punch a wall. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was hilarious. So, yeah, I got, I got the Brewers coming in on. And how many games? That one, I'd say game six. For sure, game six. There's only five games in the NLDS. No, it's not. Oh, there is. Huh? Yes. Damn, so I mean, game four, yeah, game four, and then for the Dodgers, game five. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't think there was, yeah, anyways, uh, for the, for me, I got the Rays-Yankees, um, despite all the Yankees' talent, the Rays are just, like, they're so well-managed, and, like, they always know this, the right guys play at the right times, so I got the Rays in four in that one. Uh, White Sox-Astros, I think that's, like, the most interesting series of the these four series, definitely. I mean, obviously, Giants Dodgers are the biggest ones, but this is kind of the most interesting one. Um, White Sox got a lot of got a lot of hitting pieces. If they can, if their starters can put it together, I think they win the series within like four games. But if they don't, then the Astros are just gonna destroy them, like on the hitting side of it and. Pitching, yeah, the Astros have a lot of solid arms. Got Granky, Lance McCullers, Luis Garcia. I think 
I think um, I'm going to go White Sox because I think their pitching is going to show up. But if their pitching doesn't show up, it'll be it'll be a quick three games for the Astros. Mm-hmm. On the um, on the NL side, uh, I'm going to go Braves Brewers first. I think the Braves. I think the Braves with Acuna have a shot at this series. Without Acuna, there's just no shot. The Braves don't have the pitching to make it deep in October. They, the, all they have is like Charlie Morton, Mike Soroka, maybe. And uh, oh yeah, Freed too. Freed's been good. You did win um, player or pitcher of the month this. Yeah, this Freed's month. been good, and Morton's been underrated this year. But that's about it. And their hitting core is just like, uh, despite all their like underrated outfielders, I think, I think the Brewers. I think they have the the rotation built for October, and I think they have timely hitting. They got uh, Narvaez at catcher. They got um, they got Yelich who can just heat up at any time. They got Wong. They got all sorts of guys. Before you got that key uh, acquire person, yeah. uh, Willie Adams. Willie Adams. I was Willie just about Adamas. to mention him. <laughs> NL MVP Willie Adams. <laughs> And then uh, Giants-Dodgers, I think this is no doubt going to five games. <sighs> this is such a tough one to predict because the Giants outplayed the Dodgers in regular season series. But, like, Dodgers are so built for October with, you know, Scherzer, Bueller, uh, Urias. Um, I don't know how healthy Kershaw is going to be, but they got whoever they want at the five. I don't know who they've been starting at the five. Who's they oh, yeah. starting? Tony Gonsolin. They had Tony Gonsolin on that. Gonsolin. Uh, yeah, I think. Catman. But I mean, the Giants—they've just got—they've just got hitters. Lamont Wade Jr. No, that's uh, a Dodger killer Posey. right there. <laughs> Posey, Belt. I mean, uh, they've got so many guys. You know, about uh, Chris, Chris Bryant. Yeah. Oh yeah, forgot about him. And then um, I'm. A uh, self-acclaimed avid Dodger hater, but uh, this is tough. I'm gonna take the Giants just to make all the Dodger fans mad. Of course, I say Giants in five, uh, but I actually think they have a good chance to win it. They have a lot of pitching. Gabe Kapler has just gone from the worst manager for the Phillies to like the most analytically sound manager up there with like Kevin Cash. He's just been so good this year. I. I can't pick against him right now. I got the Giants in five games. All right, your championship position. Championship. Ah. It's going to be a tough one. Let's see, uh, see for the A, I'll start with the A first. It's going to be a shock. I'm taking the Rays going to the World Series again. They're just a team that they don't really have the spotlight on them. They can do whatever they want. The only person that does is Wander Franco, that guy's amazing. We we um, love us some good some Wander Franco. Yeah, so I had the Rays going to World Series again. And with my NL, which makes it a rematch this year. I'll take the Dodgers. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Come on, man. We just we just got all the pieces, especially Corey Sears been hot. Trey yeah, Turner right, Trey Turner uh, right behind now, him. Now now everybody knows who Trey Turner is since he's come to the Dodgers. <laughs> Now everybody knows about a slide, you know. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching that slide for five years, guys. So as high, so as that. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then. Okay. Oh, dang, jeez. <laughs> you know. 
It is. It's okay. I'm still sad about it that. Is, you know, and we just had this series of the Brewers. You know, I picked the Brewers. We totally dominated them. Yeah, but and, to be fair, they had absolutely nothing to play for. They had already locked up the division and the They did, did so. use my second player in the Cy Young, Corbin Burns, against us, and we did dominate him. You know what? He didn't have anything to play for. He was okay, just worried about so his teammate yelled. punching a wall. Okay. <laughs> All right, my turn. Uh, I got the – I'm going to be – Quick, succinct here with the Rays, White Sox. I think the Rays win in five games. Uh, again, their pitching's their pitching. They have Shane Baz now. They got Waka. They got Luis Patino. They got the one of the best pens in the league. They just know the, the guys to put in. And I mean, now they got their they got a young stud, Wander Franco. Uh, he just and they got all sorts of guys that they can just plug and play. They got. They still got G-Man, Zanino, they got Yandy Diaz, Kiermaier, Margot, Randy, Austin Meadows. I, I just think they're too good not to make it out in the, not to make it to the World Series. And then on the other side, Giants Brewers. I think this is I think this is even better than the actually no, I'd say I'd say the, the Giants Dodgers series. I got the I got the Giants in six. I think the Giants and Brewers are very similar teams in how they're constructed and how they're coached. I, f- I feel like Council and Kapler kind of both go for analytics and like they try to put the guys in at the right times. I just think despite the Brewers having maybe the best three, three-headed monster in the league in Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, I think, I think the Giants, I think they're – better hitting just they've just got timely hitting I think the Brewers like somewhat lack of offense they don't have a lack of offense they just compared to the Giants they have a lack of offense I feel like that comes back to bite them and the Giants win in six so I got race Giants in the World Series okay okay that's debatable but okay <laughs> of course it's debatable <laughs> I mean of course my World Series winner as long as Brett Phillips doesn't do what he does, mm. the Dodgers are taking it. Game six again. And Kevin oh. Cash, hopefully Kevin Cash doesn't pull his pitcher again. Well, they don't have Blake Snell anymore. He kind of he imploded this year. Just like pretty much everybody but Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis did on the Padres. But that's uh Hey, you can't forget about Jake Rakes, man. Oh, yeah, forgot about him. <laughs> but all their free agent acquisitions were just terrible. Adam Frazier was Darvish. god-awful for them. <laughs> he went from, like, the National League leader in hits and average to just, like, uh, just back to Adam Frazier. <laughs> But that's a that's for another time. Uh, Rays Giants in the World Series. I think this goes to seven games. I think again to the two best analytically, analytically advanced and like just analytics guys in the leagues right in the league right now. And Kevin Cash and Gabe Kapler. I think it's just a lot of. I think there's at least at least two at least a bullpen game for each each team in the series. Maybe two for each team in this series just because of how each manager is like to throw the bullpen this year. Um, I think game seven 
it's Kevin Gosman versus Michael Waka in Game Seven, and I think the Rays, I think the Rays get their World Series finally. I think they win in seven games. Final score, six to three, Rays Game Seven. Damn, who's MVP? Um, I'm not gonna say Wander Franco. Actually, I'm gonna say. I want to say G Man Choi for the for the for the kicks and giggles, but uh, I'm gonna say Austin Meadows goes off in the series because he's just been up and down. He's been like a plug and plug and play, not really plug and play, but he's been a DH for them mainly this year. I feel like he he wakes up this postseason and he goes back to like All Star Austin Meadows form, and I think. Despite, I think Wander's gonna have a solid series. I think Randy's gonna have a solid series, but I think, I think Austin Meadows wins MVP. Who do you have for MVP for the Dodgers? Oh, this is gonna you're gonna hate me for this, but I say Trey Turner. I knew I knew you were gonna say that. I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> it's just these these past few weeks for Dodgers, Trey has been our uh, our little plug to uh, bring the momentum up, especially uh, this last past week hitting. Nearly our five home runs, almost getting 30-30. He's just been that person for us, which was Mookie was last year. But don't get me wrong, Mookie probably be second. Yeah. And do you think uh, Bellinger hits above 200 in the postseason? <laughs> so since now he's coming off the bench, um, hopefully he comes off the bench. <laughs> I, see, I see him hitting a solid – Nah, nah, like 185. Solid. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna stay over 200, like 220 around there. Won't get you know what that bad. that would be a that'd be a, a below average postseason, but a an above average postseason for Cody Bellinger. Yeah, he was about the same as last year, but he did have one clutch hit. Yeah, he did have that one clutch hit. <laughs> Game seven gets a break. Thanks, thanks for the Braves for choking that series. All right, let's go to awards. Who do you have for your comeback player of the year in the National League and the American League? Ah, this one's hard. You know, really didn't put any thought to it. But uh, is... I'm about to uh, I'm about to pass on this one. I don't want to make like, um, anybody mad over my pick. <laughs> you you'd say Cody Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would not. Okay. Um, for my from the NL, um, I think it actually, yeah, I think it comes down to to a couple guys. I think I think it's Buster Posey just straight up. He's just, I mean, he didn't even play last year. He sat out. Twenty nineteen, he had a a just a bad year, and this year he's like twenty. He's like prime Buster Posey again. He's just he's hitting the ball well. He's like a he's a spark for that Giants team. That's making the World Series for me, so I think I think and I think he wins it. In the AL I think well, it's who does he, who did he win it over? Uh I put Kimbrell down here forgetting that he was in the AL now. Uh because Kimbrell was great in the I think I don't really I can't really recall anybody else who's in this race. Uh who was like injured last year and like came back and had a solid year this year. I feel like Max Scherzer could low on the lowest of keys be in the race just because he was injured and had like a really down year last year in terms of in like Max Scherzer terms. 
And then he came back this year, and he has just had one of the best years in his career. I think he could he could win it, but I feel like he's more of a Cy Young candidate than anything. And in the AL, uh, I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it's Trey Mancini. Dude beat cancer, and now he's beating the shit out of baseballs. Just like somebody uh, plays for Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have, like, the greatest of years, but, dude, you beat cancer and you came back and you played at the highest level of baseball. Yeah, you're the comeback player of the year. All right, manager of the year. This is this is uh, this is an interesting one for sure. Who do you got? And now we got Gabe Kepler, just because nobody saw his team coming. You know, everybody had everybody had the Dodgers, Dodgers Padres. But when you get a team that first time winning over a hundred wins, you know, winning at like the rate of they're winning. Beating the Dodgers in a division is is just crazy to me to see, especially after the year he has what he had with the Phillies. Especially <laughs> after the Phillies. <laughs> and for the AL, yeah, AL hard. See if if the Seattle Mariners would have made it to the playoffs, I would have said their manager. But uh, I'll probably say. Probably the Red Sox manager, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. His his team was expected not to win much games this year too. You know, especially getting rid of Mookie. Now you're bringing in Kiki. You know, everybody expected just have Jeter Downs in the lineup because they weren't going to win any games. And being the AL wild card is is amazing thing to do. Yeah, I I definitely. I did not see the Red Sox or the Giants this year. I definitely didn't see the Giants, especially with Gabe Kapler. Uh, for me, in the AL, I actually am going to go with the Mariners manager, Scott Service, I think is how you say his last name. Everybody, nobody thought the Mariners would even come close to the playoffs. I think they were everybody was down on them. And, I mean, like, when you look at their run differential and, like, their hitters and pitchers, they really shouldn't even be close to the playoffs. They had like a negative 60 run differential. They're just like, they defied all the odds and they, they were what, like one, two games out of the playoffs. Yes. I think that's just, or with just a bunch of, <laughs> yeah, the, I think they, I think they went miles above expectations and just what like stats would predict them as. As, and just with just like a bunch of young guys and like like vets like Mitch Haniger, I mean, was really good this year. Kyle Seeger was like Kyle Seeger was solid. really good. Yeah, uh, Jared Kelnick, Flash. I think Julio Rodriguez is going to come up in the next two years, and this team's going to be a, a World Series contender with Noel V. Marte as well, and just the pitching they have. And in the uh, in the um, NL, I have. Gabe Kapler as well. Nobody saw the Giants coming. The Giants are just came out of nowhere, and I mean he's he's the analytical genius he thought he was in Philly. He became in San Francisco. So that was an nice pressure for him. Yeah, I feel like there was no <laughs> expectations, and he just mm-hmm. the analytics worked for him this year. So. 
All right, rookie of the year in the NL and AL. Who you got? Who NL? NL's hard. There wasn't really many rookies that like showed out, but you know, if I had to say, it's hard. I might have to come back to uh, NL AL. AL AL's another tough one. I know there's a lot of. Our names there. Hey, let me hear yours yep. first and see if I agree with yours. Okay. For the NL, I think it comes down to two dudes. It's Jonathan India or it's Trevor Rogers. Trevor Rogers, he played for a terrible team, and that's not his fault. He pitched really well, especially for a rookie. Uh, Jonathan India, I think he this would be his award if he made the playoff, if his team made the playoffs. Uh, but uh, I think it's really close now. I think I'm going to give it to India because he went to the University of Florida. <laughs> no, I think I think he played really well, and he was a, he was a spark for a Cincinnati Reds team that was that was pretty dead in the water at the be in the mid of the season, and they kind of just stormed back. They got themselves into the playoff race, and they faded out at the end of the year, which is completely their fault. But and then the AL, there's a lot of picks you can have. I think, I think Randy, who's somehow still a rookie at like 27 years old, I think he gets some consideration. Um, I think Adolis, despite having like a a down second half, I think he still gets some consideration. Luis Garcia, pitcher for the Astros, I think he definitely gets some votes, but. Despite not playing the entire year and not having the stats, I don't care. I'm going Wander Franco. Dude had bro had like a a forty some game on base streak as a twenty year old. That's just unheard of. And he had like a he had just some insane stats during that. He had like a three fifty average, like one sixty WRC plus. It is just insane the things he's doing at such a young age. He's gonna be the guy for the Rays in their in their next like ten, fifteen years. So I think I think they they give it to him despite him not having necessarily like the accumulative statistics that the other guys do. Okay. Who you got? <sighs> oh, I know. Um I'm a, since you picked India, no very good player, very good player. But L's really a Rodgers fan this year, you know, especially with them Miami Marlins, who, like, who the heck is in Miami Marlins? I don't know. Yeah. And for the AL, um, I'm going to have to go with Odolis Garcia. Despite having his team, like, one of the worst records in MLB, he, he was just a baller this year. You know? Not sure. just his hitting stats, he, he can do nearly everything. You have assists from the outfield. Like when you get a guy that can throw what ninety seven miles per hour from the outfield, that's that's special for him or for that team. And yeah. That that's my pick for the AL. Especially especially kinda of nobody saw him coming. He was just kind of an out of nowhere type guy for me. All right, now we get to the big boy awards. Cy Young. Uh do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you can say your AL pick, and then I'll say my NL pick, and then 
Well, we already know who your NL pick is. You've said it about three times. No, I didn't. I said I said the second person. Not, not the okay, first. okay, okay, fine. For the AL, um, I think again it's a two-man race. I think it's Robbie Ray or it's Garrett Cole, and I think Robbie Ray's case really would have helped if again his team made the playoffs, but they didn't. And I, despite Cole having just. I think it's like 15 earned runs in his last three starts. I think I think Cole just has the better stats. Just plain and simple. I think Cole. I think Cole takes it by a decent amount. All right. So my my NL pick um, does play for the Dodgers. You know. You know his year with the Nationals this year was kind of a downside as his uh, as his numbers as you know Max Scherzer. But when he really came to the Dodgers, he really sparked that team. Um, Matt losing a game in Dodgers uniform, ERA was, I think, sub two, might be lower with the Dodgers. And he really just made that team bounce back. And Max Scherzer is my NL Cy Young this year. That's that's definitely respectable. And let's make it clear, he did not have a down year with the Nationals. He was the all-star game starter, bucko. He had a down year for the Nationals as a Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is a guy who has amazing stats every year. But with the Nationals, you know, he just wasn't getting the run support he was getting. He was. He's just not as good as he was as the Dodgers. For the NL, I think, again, this is another two-man race. I think it's Burns, or I think it's Scherzer. I think I think Scherzer's just had a lights-out year in general. He's been consistent throughout the entire year, and so has so Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns has been has been great this year. I think Jacob DeGrom is still going to get votes. He's been out for half the year, and he's still going to get votes. That's how good his year was. I when think if he played below a sub-1 ERA, he should get some votes. Yeah, and I think I think if he played three-quarters of the year, no matter who else was in the race, this was his award. But unfortunately, an injury hampered maybe one of the best pitching seasons that was ever going to happen. I think – I think um, – I think this is, this is one of the harder awards to to gift because both of these pitchers have been so good throughout the entire year. I think it's hard to to pick just one. I think I'm going to give it to Burns, not because Max is a Dodger player, but because Burns has like – I think Burns has – if I'm not mistaken, he has – the majority of the better stats, so I think I think he I think he gets the award. Who's your um who's your AL pick? AL. I, I am disagreeing with you on this. I believe Robbie Ray is my AL Cy Young award. He's you know, his year, you know, no one no one really cared about Robbie Ray anymore, you know, before with the Diamondback, you know we had this they so-called had this bright pitcher coming up and did not perform. And then once he came out of there, they gave him up for pretty much nothing. Or I think he signed with the Rays or the Blue Jays this year. No, last year. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. But with the Rays, he has totally transformed his, his, uh, his career and his ERA numbers are just amazing this year, especially playing – or having despite playing three different uh three different home fields this year is is just crazy to do to have those numbers. 
Yeah, especially, and I, I think Lance Lynn just completely bombed this award. He had this in the bag. Cole was doing terrible, and Robbie Ray wasn't even in the conversation mid year. It was Lance Lynn's award to win or lose, and he just he didn't have a good second half. So, but hopefully he turns it up in the playoffs. All right, the big boy, MVP. Who is your MVP in the AL? Because the NL is going to be is going to be where we have some disagreements. You know, we probably had disagreements here, but probably not. But my AL, it's it's uh, got to be uh, Vlad Junior. Hmm. That's it. Do you have some reasoning behind that? Yeah. You um. Right. Before I say my reasoning, what is your pick for the AL? I can. Um, despite me really wanting to give it to Vladdy, uh, I have to give it to Shohei. See, okay, this was this was a debate against. Okay, I'll, I almost just knocked down my freaking headphones. So I'm giving it to Vladdy for uh, for uh, see, it's it's see, this one's hard to debate because you know Shohei is a pitcher with the two. And his it's kind of an unfair stats, advantage. Yeah, his stats for pitching, you know, there's something incredible for for being a, a batter, too. Um, I'm giving this a Vladdy just because his team had a more success. You know, I'm one, of the, I'm one of those people, like, when you're talking about MVP, I'm talking about, like, team success with it, what you do for, like, your total team. And with his team more success, him – Involving like almost every stat for his team, it's, it's incredible doing, especially at such a young age, young age of him. And you know, especially from last year, people thought he was gonna burst last year, not really getting that burst, and then bursting out this year. And it's incredible, he's just a kid out there having fun, you know. You know, he has a, the spotlight on him, it's very, uh, you know, since his dad was one of the greats in baseball. Vlad Senior, it's it's just incredible to like follow him, follow in his footsteps, and probably have a better career than his dad, especially after this year with what forty eight home runs, at the at the age he's at, almost leading the league in RBIs. It's it's crazy. But yeah, yeah don't give me don't get me wrong. I, it's very close with Shohei, but I have to just because team success is a big part mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, I, when it, for the MVP, I think a lot. I think less about team success and more about like the value like a player provides. I mean, I mean, especially the voters. I think the voters value team success a little too much. But, anyways, my pick is Shohei because not. I mean, Vlad Jr. was undoubtedly a better hitter. He was probably the second best hitter in the MLB this year. Um. He was just insane. He was just doing things we haven't seen from somebody of his age in a long time. And he, if it weren't for Shohei, he would have this in the bag, locked up, just had no doubt about it. But Shohei was a top five hitter and a top 20 pitcher this year. Just That's just un, unheard of. That's never, never happened before. It's, I mean, Babe Ruth wasn't even a wasn't either a top uh, he wasn't a top five hitter or a top 20 pitcher at this time so like Shohei's just doing things we've never seen before and I think 
I think like it's just so impressive that I think there's I, there's definitely a world where Vladi wins it, but I think I think Shohei wins it for sure. Do you think the Angels benching Shohei from pitching for like the last couple of weeks to preserve his arm was a can factor his MVP votes? I think I think it will in a I think it will, but it like won't if that makes sense. I think it'll. I think his. I think the Angels were smart to do that, especially since they weren't making the playoffs. But I think if he would have got a couple more quality starts in, then he definitely would have like locked this award up more. But I think this is this award is definitely still open for debate. For sure, this. I think the NL is even closer though. And uh, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Yeah, you can, I think you can go first. I think you. I think you should go first because. Oh, I I already know. I think you know who mine is, and I know who yours is. So why yeah, you, you say yours? Yeah, you talk about it every day. I do. <laughs> the uh, me, you're gonna hate me for saying this. Yeah, because we argue about this every day. Mm. But uh, <laughs> for me, I'm about to take uh, Bryce Harper. I'm sorry. Can you get that. some reasoning behind that? No, you can't get reasoning because <laughs> you're just gonna use it when you make your point here. But you know what I really. I don't know it what like really that ticks me off but like gives me questioning is how Trey Turner is not involved in this MVP I, voting. I definitely think he should get he should be third in the voting for sure. He dude, he leads the league in hits and and batting average, you know, he's nearly up there as what stolen bases. Yeah. Home runs, I, home runs, he almost he was almost a 30-30 player, you know. It just I just don't get how he's not being talked about. Yeah, I, I think definitely if he if he had spent the entire year in LA, I think he he might have a chance. But sadly, the Washington Nationals have been a forgettable team this year. They couldn't even do the job they needed to do and beat the Red Sox in Game One Sixty Two. But um, I think definitely, um, I think Tatis gets some votes for sure. Tatis gets some votes actually. Oh no, Tat- no doubt. Fernando Tatis was insane this year. I mean, I don't even care about his defense. His defense was like solid when he got back from the injury, especially playing in the outfield. That's just that's just not his position. But just he is just a hitter. He is a top five hitter in the MLB for sure. And I think his defense will improve. And I I stand by this saying he's a top five player in the MLB already, just overall. I, but that's a, a conversation for another video. My MVP is Juan Soto. Because oh, what a you can call you can call me Nationals <laughs> bias. I don't care. This is the one thing the Nationals should win this year, and here's why: the most valuable player award is the most valuable player, the player that provided the most value to his team this year. I think Bryce Harper has been super valuable to the Phillies this year. I think the Phillies are almost as bad as the Nationals if Bryce Harper does not have the year he has. He just went off. And despite me being a Nationals fan, I actually don't hate Bryce Harper. I think he's super, I think he's underrated, to be honest. I He's definitely up there for right fielders. I think he doesn't get talked about enough, except by Phillies fans. Phillies fans hype him up way too much sometimes but I think he's like a top 20 player in the game and he provided so much value for the Phillies this year but 
Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. I, I am a Juan Soto fanboy, if you couldn't tell. But um, he is just he's just doing things at his age we probably have haven't seen since like Ted Williams. His plate discipline at his age. I mean, he's had a 400 OBP every year since his every year he's been in the league, which is crazy in itself because he debuted at 19 years old. His play discipline, he he chased – this is not like a, a key MVP stat. He chased zero fastballs outside of, and outside of – or high fastballs out of the zone. He chased zero high fastballs out of the zone this year. That's really hard to do. And in September alone – he his swing his um he did not swing and miss on a fastball one time in September, which is just when he swung at a fastball he he hit it, which is not an MVP stat but it's crazy it's just crazy. The numbers he put up in September I think solidified him as the MVP, especially for me. If you could just go look at his stat line in September, I think he hit like six hundred in September. Something like that. He's he just crazy. Like teams just won't pitch to him. They refuse to pitch to him, and he'll take his walks. I mean, I wouldn't pitch to him either, especially with how trash Nationals lineup was. But I think Juan Soto provided the most value in the league to his team because I think without Juan Soto playing the way he did this year, the Nationals would have been by far the worst team in the league. And they were still bad, but they were not nearly as bad as they would have been without. Juan Soto, and I think he was the most valuable player this year. I think Bryce Harper was the best player this year, and I think he'll probably win it because the voters will think, oh, the Phillies had a better record. So they're going to give it to Bryce Harper. But I Jesus think Juan Soto... Pretty big factor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. Especially with the the sports writers that vote on these type of things. But um, I think I think Juan Soto deserves it, and he's he's my pick. Call me Nationals bias. I don't care. <sighs> that was a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I knew this topic would have stretched right. out like uh, that. We're going to end this off with a couple hot takes for the playoffs, and then we'll we'll wrap it up for tonight. So do you have – Yeah, we'll go. You you have one of your hot takes. I'll do one of mine. And then that was not a flag. What? Oh, sorry. I was watching a charge game here. Asante Samuel, you know, the young oh. rookie corner he is, just got penalized for no reason. <laughs> Asante Samuel's been really good this year. Ah, oh, well, hot take for the, the playoffs, huh? Mm-hmm. The uh, hot take. Ooh. Um, my hot take was it's coming for the wild card, you know, as I said. Uh... As I said, I had the rest of coming from the Yankees. My hot take is Garrett Cole gets lit up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is you. You're Cy Young. I'm sorry. With the years he's having, you know, post Spider Tech being disallowed. <laughs> I'm not saying he used it. You know, I'm pretty sure he did. But um, I I think the rest of you know, they come in with the fire, you know, playing at home under lights in Fenway. It's Fenway is a remarkable place in MLB history, you know, with that. And, uh, and, nah, we're just winning World Series a couple years ago. I think they, they come out lights out. 
volume against the Yankees. It's one of the best rivalries in sports. So that's that's my hot take on the playoffs. Uh, that's that's definitely I can definitely get behind Garrett Cole getting lit up. He's been getting lit up lately. But um, my hot take actually also involves the Yankees. I I personally think the Yankees are by far the most dangerous team in the playoffs, and here is why: the Yankees have been the most streaky team this year, and that's why they're so dangerous. When they are hot. When they're like when their bats are hot and when they're getting pitching performances and they're getting Severino, I think he's going to be in the pen. I mean, they've got a lot of they got Cole and then they got a lot of other solid options they could throw out there. And their lineup is just stacked. I think if their bats, I think if their bats get hot and at the right time and their pitching, like stays the course, I think they could easily make a run to the World Series, even with the Rays even with the White Sox. And I think they can easily make a run to the World Series if the if the cards fall right for them. Now, um, okay, you said a whole bunch of dangerous. I know they're dangerous. Oh, give me your lineup for them since they're so dangerous. Uh, well, they're going to have to – they're going to have to unfortunately play Sanchez on catcher, which sucks because he's been super disappointing this year. First Just base, like you got to – yeah, that's true. First base, you got to go Rizzo, for sure. And that, don't worry, Voight's gonna Voight's gonna get in here somewhere. Second base, Odor. I think that's who they've been playing there. I haven't watched a whole. I've watched. I haven't watched a whole lot of Yankees. My head, my dad has, but I have not. Shortstop is probably gonna be Glaber, even though he's been just super streaky. Third base, who they? Oh, Gio Urshela, duh. Uh, Gio Gio's not a great hitter. He's a great defender. He's not. He's just an average hitter. He's he'll be solid. And then the outfield, they're gonna have to play Stanton in left. Stanton's got a cannon for an arm, but he's he's not great in the outfield. Center is uh, Air, or Joey Gallo for sure. Joey Gallo. I think he goes off in the playoffs. To be honest, because this is first time in the playoffs. And then the right field, of course, you got Aaron Judge, the third best right fielder in the game, behind Soto and Acuna. Um, I think I think he can also. I think he's been really good lately. And Stan has too. Don't get me wrong. Stan's been phenomenal, especially against the Red Sox. But um, and then DH DHing, I got Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's been just kind of a solid hitter this year. So yeah, I think I think. If that lineup, if they're all on, I don't think there's many or any teams that can beat them. Maybe the Dodgers or the Rays. Dang, I can't say the Dodgers there, even though you're a Dodgers hater. Well, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. The Dodgers, they're stacked. They're built for October. They definitely But are. what is your second hot take, or do you have one? Um, second hot take, you know, as a, as a Dodger fan, this is very hard to say, but this is why it's a hot take. I have the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals. If they beat the Dodgers, I have them winning the World Series. Wow. That is, that, that's, that's, something. it's a hot take. You know, it's a big, it's just, like I said before, you know, a hot team always comes in. Like, look at the, 
2019 Nationals. You know, wow. they were that's you know a very average team, and then coming towards the the end of the season, they just hit a hot spurt, and then that hot spurt kept going until the postseason, and they definitely beat the cheating Astros. And that's something Kerr will do. And then that's why I see the Cardinals here doing too. With just riding off the 17 game win streak. You know, a hottest team in baseball right now. It's, uh, it's just their hard to stop. If they I can, can stay de- like this. I can definitely see that happening. I don't know how much alike. I, I see the comparison with the Nationals. The Nationals definitely have better pitching, but the Cardinals definitely have a better core with Arenado. They got Tyler O'Neill, who is. A low-key, he should definitely get some MVP votes with how he's played this year. He is just great. He's just been great this year. Recently announced Player of the Month this year? Or this, yeah. This month? Harrison, Harrison Bader they got. Dylan Carlson, they can throw in there. He was my Rookie of the Year pick, like, early in the year. I love Dylan Carlson. Still a Dylan Carlson fan. And they just got lots of guys. They still got old man Yachty. They got Paul Goldschmidt, who's just been really consistent all year. They got a lot of guys. And they still got DeYoung, too, who's not been great this year. But uh, My second hot take is that the White Sox, I think, I think if their pitching gets hot, they – I think if they're – if Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, like those guys, even Dallas Keuchel, if Dallas Keuchel can be like – decent he's been terrible this year but if he can be decent i think the white Sox are coming out of the al because their bats are are really good they got of course the swag man himself tim anderson they got jose abreu last year's mvp um i think i think he can get hot he's been okay they got yasmani you got all sorts of guys out they, there they got their outfield back yeah, they got Robert or Robert. They got Eloy. They got everybody. I think I think they can definitely make a run. And if, again, if the call cards fall right for them, I think I think they can walk through the Astros if their pitching if their pitching is on. Because despite how like under the radar good the Astros have been this year, I think I think the White Sox can walk through them if the pitching if their pitching gets hot. Did you have a third one or no? You know, my my second one was pretty big. You know, I had to focus on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have one more. Actually, I also had a Cardinals related one. It was the exact same thing, and I said if the Cardinals <laughs> beat the Dodgers, they get to the NLCS. But um, I think I this isn't necessarily a hot take. This is just like, I mean, it is kind of a hot take, but. I think, I think the Brewers can like. Um, I think the Brewer, well, first off, they have by far the easiest first round matchup. The Braves are nowhere near full at full strength. They're just their pitching has, aside from Freed and Morton, has has been sub like suspect. Their pen is kind of suspect. Their um their hitting, while it's good, isn't great. I think they have by far. I think they have an easy road to the World Series, especially if the Dodgers lose. I think they match up really well with the Giants, and I think they also match up really well with the Rays. So I can easily see the Brewers winning the World Series. I feel like that's not really a hot take. I just feel like they're built for October, which is kind of what I, kind of what I wrote. 
I think they're they're a team where their bats can get really hot at the right time, especially Yelich. If Yelich gets hot this postseason, I think the Brewers can cruise to a World Series. All right. That was your third hot take, and that was your, is that your final hot take? Yeah. Did you want to talk about the U.S. men's team? Oh, this, this is brief, you know, a new U.S. men's national team they play this week, you know. I, local, disclaimer. Local Disclaimer, I am not a I'm not a soccer fan at all. This is Eric expertise right here. Eric expertise time. Nah, I'm gonna keep this brief and I don't want to go into all the, all the issues here. But you know, um US has the World Cup qualifiers come this week. Very big team to watch, especially. But with two key injuries on Gio Reina and Christian Pulisic. And um um, but with having the team the USA does without Christian Pulisic and Joe Reina, it it's a very good team to watch. Um, we did have some key players missing, you know. Um, I just don't want to get into like all the details about MLS players still playing our team for some reason, but you know it, it should be fun to watch, and hopefully we finally qualify for the World Cup this year. And that's all for now. Go U.S. Woohoo. All right. I think that's going to do it for the, for the first episode. Uh, we're planning – I think we're planning on doing these, like, weekly, depending on our schedules. Like, there's maybe – is Monday, like, a good day for you? Uh, yeah, Monday's fine. Oh, pretty much every day's fine out there. Baseball. Yeah. Um, so – look for look for these like weekly we'll touch on we'll definitely get more into nfl and cfp cfb next week we just wanted to get the uh, mlb playoff stuff over with before they started you know and um so yeah this is definitely not just a this is a general sports podcast we'll touch on nba especially before they get started we'll get some nfl college football going and yeah we'll We'll update on on also on the stuff and yeah. So uh, if you made it this far, thanks for listening and uh, see y'all in the next one. All right. Goodbye, Ben. Later, Eric. <laughs> <laughs>